All right, let's just start because the insults are flying oh. off camera, <laughs> off mic. Oh, my God. Lots of issues. Ken <laughs> took offense to... Uh, the, the best podcast we've ever done just happened yeah, before we started was, recording. I, we have it. We can play it back. It's Toledo, great. you might... Nah, it'll take too yeah. much of anything. John Holmberg, Frank Caliendo. We also have Scott Long via remote from Indianapolis. And Ken Brown via remote from down the street. <laughs> yeah, right down the road. Um, and where, Scott? Where? His parents' basement. That's exactly right. <laughs> We're assuming it's his parents' basement. No, he's and he's at- hiding in a weird little closet. And he has a break room at his parents' basement, which is odd. <laughs> yeah. He's at Drawn to Comics, his own comic book shop, which will explain everything by the end of the podcast. We're uh, definitely working on the Ken segments, and he's yes. been a bit of a soothsayer. Uh, we'll get to that in yeah. a minute. But I want to start out with... Um, a little bit of this. Well, first of all, I was really excited about the fact that this Sunday, week number two in the NFL, I just got to sit down in my living room, my nine TVs, yeah. watch all the games. It's a great setup. And uh, just enjoy whatever happened. Uh, yeah. My favorite quarterback of the team that I truly loved and would venture across the country to go and see. <laughs> I didn't have to do that because of my giant drive-in-like television. It might have a little bit of a grid going across it mm-hmm. because of the, the different amazing. screens. But if my quarterback yeah. went out, left the game early, couldn't finish. Ouch. I, I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> all the way. Why am I turning into William Shatner? I, I wouldn't have gone all the way across the country to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I did. You did. Didn't I you? did. But you know what? I'm a silver lining wow. guy. You know that. I'm a positive fella. How do you Frank? have That's positive out of what's happening to your Pittsburgh Steelers? I was there for the beginning of the Mason Rudolph era. <laughs> I saw his first pass. Well, no, it's into, not. That kid's gonna be good. Ken, that's a problem. Yeah, no, you're this so, is look. Turning, that's a. <laughs> I'll tell you this. A short era, as a as a super strong Steelers fan, of course you don't want to see your Hall of Fame quarterback go out. But we just got a free season. We just got a free season that basically says the coaches can start working on other stuff. Mason Rudolph got drafted the, last year. They stole him in the draft in the third round. He would have been a first rounder had he stayed one more year. How many uh, starting was, quarterbacks have come out of Oklahoma State? Yeah, but that's the new NFL. How many have come out of Texas Tech? And how many, you know, I don't think it matters anymore. The yeah. game's totally it's different. Different game. So, Ken, yeah, I can, want him yeah. to. Yes. I, Ken, this is why you have a segment. You're supposed to be quiet till your segment. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, your parents Sorry, can hear you right now. You have to stay quiet. Put a blanket over your body. I'm on a podcast, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, now we're going to move <laughs> over right. to Scott Long for a yeah. minute, who has a Christmas tree behind him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and Scott doesn't talk enough. Scott. And two pop No, shots. no. I, I just thought that you were going to wait 20 minutes. We were going to hear John uh, lament yeah. about the Steelers season for about 20 minutes. Then I was ready to go. That's, I figured how the podcast was going to run. And then, but then John gave the silver lining. Yeah. I like it. But, but you, you know, know it's silver. An, so wait a second. Is, is Mason Rudolph underneath that Christmas tree? Is that the silver <laughs> yeah, he lining? Is. He is that. You know, uh, the symmetry of drive their sleigh. The symmetry of when Ben went out was game two. Everybody said, ah, we got this young guy. You know, it, it's it's a possibility in this new age of football. The coaches now have to super hyper focus on an identity for this guy. May have gotten them from resting on their laurels with Ben and gotten them to have to start coaching and working a little harder. It, it may blow up in their face, but at the same time, it's a very talented football team. 
Uh, if this Wait. kid looks as good as he did for the second half of that Seahawks game, it wasn't his fault they lost, that's for sure. Wait a second, are you saying, is this another... NFL conspiracy? Is that what is that what's going on here? I, let, let I me, do wait, have a conspiracy. Let's talk about this. Of course you do. Yeah, but I'm gonna first of all, what they're trying to do is take out all the quarterbacks in the league <laughs> yeah. so they can pay them less. And then we will have what we're going to have is a homosexual frogs, <laughs> a, people with Asian slurs being kicked off Saturday Night Live, and that's gonna change the the face of the NFL. Everything's gonna be completely different. Now, hold on, let me just Throw back a bunch of gin right now. <laughs> That's Jack Daniels mixed with... Uh, I don't even know what that is. That was rocket fuel. That's what that was. And I'm sweating it out of my forehead. Yeah. It's the Alex Jones theories. I don't have many, but... Uh, Wait, so far we've done a few podcasts. You've had one I've had podcast. one. I got one right now. I just found out how they pay Tom Brady. Before, before we get into that, every time you say Mason Rudolph, I yeah. picture Maya Rudolph. Yeah, me too. Do you really? Yeah, when she's on the field and stuff, yeah. <laughs> Should have caught that ball. <laughs> I picture as Oprah giving things <laughs> yeah. away for free. Ball for you and a ball, ball for, for you. you yeah. Touchdown for you. Yeah. No, I, I think it's uh, you know, it's a season that if they can manage to go eight and eight, nine and seven, Mike Tomlin might win coach of the year. It really is, and I think they're good enough to do it. They just have to get it together. And so, on defense last night they they made the they made the uh, look. Do you ask me? If you ask me, you're going to get an answer. Well, your Patriot stuff was so good. Well, my Patriots. This, this is fine. Yeah. Why is this so bad? It's uh, you know, it's. I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl contender. I'm saying that they have a they have an opportunity to now sneak up on people. They're too talented not to be. It's not like they're bringing Landry Jones in. It's not like they're bringing in some some backup that does. This guy was their future plan. It just happened a year early. This is you remember definitely how angry perfect. Ben Roethlisberger was exactly. about them even picking Because him? they knew. When the Steelers got him, they're like, they traded up for this to get Mason Rudolph. Right. And they moved, they moved dudes to go get this guy because they're like, he's coming out a year early. He's going to fall to the third round. Uh, we want him, and he's a first-round talent next year we won't get. And so and Wreck-It Ralph was not happy. I'm on a record. I'm going to knock you down. I'm on a record. Hey, I'm going to give you the positive thing you really want to hear. What's that? John, you got five quarters with your starting quarterback. Yeah. I'm a Colts fan. Yeah. I got zero. You got none. I didn't even get the last preseason game. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the same amount of touchdowns thrown. Right, so guys, it works yeah. out, you know. Guys, what I'm going to be doing today is <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it today. Yeah. No, um, it's good. Uh, guys, I'm going to be working on my goldfish. <laughs> I got five to gold. gold. Terrible. It's turning into Grover or something. It's turning into Bert. Er, Ernie. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's what's happening. Caliendo is losing his ability to do the Andrew Luck. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit for you guys. The beginning of this episode, uh, as we were taping it, got so awkward during the Ken segment that we decided that we were going to heavily edit it to yeah. make it more palatable. And it wasn't Ken's fault. Yeah. It was... It was everybody. Everybody's fault. It was fault. just a, a clumsy mess. Now, if we're going to have the standard for your podcast, Frank, it's going to be about six minutes long. Yeah. So let's try, to, let's try to clean this up next week. Yeah. We are going to shoot for a great, a <laughs> solid five minutes next week. Right. Unedited. <laughs> well, good luck. And That's a tall, tall order. We have our doubts. Uh, the opposite of what you'll find uh, to be Holmberg's view of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. He loves them no matter what. It's creepy. He would never edit them. Never. But as much as I love this podcast, we are yeah, Don't subject them. people to what happened in the no. first 10 minutes. A clumsy Messy. segues. Messy. Uh, awkward pauses. Yeah. And, uh, and an apology. And an apology. <laughs> I think probably. Right yeah, now. I think we need to apologize to a lot of people. A lot of 
We we need to apologize to non-persons. Yeah. So just the we want to keep our SNL uh, cast career exactly. going forward. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. There were no uh, slurs, <laughs> racial slurs that we nope. edited out. Nobody nope. said it was like actually that. worse than that. It was. It was. <laughs> I wish there were some slurs. It was as unfunny as the guys' <laughs> racial exactly, slurs. Exactly. Yeah. But without the racial slurs. So clumsy. Just edit it and now edit this. This has gone on this too long as well. This is way too long, and this is the edited version. Of, of Ken. The edited setup for edited Ken. <laughs> Edit that. <laughs> so this this is a predicament for us because as much of fun we yeah. made of Ken Brown just a couple yes. weeks ago right. for his breakdowns of backup quarterbacks. Unnecessary uh, his unnecessary breakdowns of backup quarterbacks. This is a necessary breakdown of a backup quarterback. That's the difficult thing that we have to comes with gr- come to grips with. Yeah. They still exist. It's just you don't want to hear about them when you don't have to. And Ken seemed to want to talk about them when they weren't necessary. All I'm a Nostradamus. Uh, Ken Stradamus is what yeah, I yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. I'm a renaissance man. So you don't have any uh, other backup quarterback thoughts today now that it's important, do you? Uh, yeah. Well, yes, dude. It's like <laughs> uh, uh, I do actually. Okay. Of the four, of, of the 32 quarterbacks. Ken's hyperventilating because he gets to talk now. <laughs> yes. Get him a paper bag. Call the comic book shop and get him one of their paper bags that they put the uh, the adult comic books in, you know? Because <laughs> they're in there. I have, to, I have to interrupt you before, Ken, which is the best thing for the podcast. Uh, but yes. you, I remember you, the backup uh, day when you started to say you could name all the backups. And I named three teams in a row. And you're like, I, I don't know. I said, how about the Jets? I I don't know. And then he went down the list, and I'm like, you said you well, knew all the backups. Well, they didn't have two weeks ago, dude. Well, yeah, but we were talking about, you said I can name all the backup quarterbacks, and I named three teams, and you're like, I have no idea. I have no I idea. I said, that, that, was, that was back in 1993, I said I could do that. Oh, okay. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, he's got a time machine in, the, in his parents' basement in the portal. Hold on. Yes, dude. All right. Hot 93, go. Yeah, who's the backup quarterback for the Steelers <laughs> in 93? In 93, let's see, dude. You had Bubby Brister was the starter back then, if right. I'm correct, right? Yep. And then, so the... Um, I'd have to say it was probably Neil Donald at that time still. I don't know. Who knows the answers to this crap? <laughs> or Cliff Stout. Cliff Stout, yeah. Cliff, Cliff Stout, Stout was, was Birmingham yeah. Stallion by then. All right, so what is, what is your, what, what's your take on this backup quarterback thing? Because you were very excited yeah. to tell well, me about it. To give John some credit, he's kind of onto the right track there because I was looking at statistics of the 32 teams right now in the That's NFL. Good. 28 of the quarterbacks started off as backups. There's only four quarterbacks that have started – in the NFL since week one as rookies. And the, the four quarterbacks are Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, which just got injured, and Drew Prescott. And so those are like four quarterbacks. Drew Prescott. Drew Prescott. I remember Prescott. him. He didn't amount to much. What? Dak? Dak Prescott. Dak dude. Prescott. Thank you, dude. See, I'm yeah. so nervous, you guys. You guys are like burying me. That was good stuff, though. I got to give him that. That's that was really interesting. Nice. Yeah. That's not bad, yes. Ken. So Tom Brady, if we go way back to 2001, he was backing up Drew Bledsoe, who was one of the better quarterbacks in the league. So we have potential. As you said, Mason Rudolph does have some light there yeah. based off of the fact that backup quarterbacks do sometimes make big, 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 big motions inside the league. I'm still thinking, I think he also said Carson Wences, which is the single way I'm pretty sure. Carson Wences lost? There we go. Wasn't good Carson Wences lost underneath... Scott Long's Christmas tree? Yeah. Sarai? Sarai. Senior Wences is his dad. What do you think? Sarai. 
And, of course, the number one backup quarterback uh, in the NFL of all time, Brett Favre's hand. (laughs) He made a little – he made a picture. He made a picture of a pair of lips, and it would kiss John Madden. (laughs) Give me a kiss. Brett Favre stars the backup to John McCowski. Madden and Favre hand is my favorite – new favorite thing ever. It's better than John yeah. Madden's toe from a few years no, ago. Nobody yeah. remembers Senior Wences, so you could go on and do no, this for yeah, months right, and just steal that whole deal. <laughs> Shut the box. Oh, sorry, Ken. Sorry, Ken. Yeah, Ken. Was Ken talking? No, you're that. okay. No, it's we know. Good, we I'm know. used to it. Yeah, are you done? Yeah. Well, I got a serious question for you guys then. Which one of these backups is going to turn out to be the long-term starter? Mason Rudolph. Do you think it's really going to be Mason Rudolph? Yes, Ken. So I really like how Gordon Minshew's look so far, too, with the Jaguars. Gordoner? <laughs> Chief yeah, Gordon or Chief. Commissioner Gordon? Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> to the I think it's Gardner. 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 I don't know what we're going to do next, Robin, but we have to go to Commissioner Gordon Minshew for the rest of the ball game. <laughs> Greetings, yeah, have- fine citizens. <laughs> we have a grappling hook we could throw at the defense, but right now, Robin, evidently that's illegal in the league. We need a quality backup. Someone who can spot the mic and the will and has the will to Dick read. Grace became Batman for a while, so it can't happen. All right. Can't, Teddy Bridgewater, thumbs up or down? I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's got a lot of good potential. I don't think it's going to happen with him in the Saints. Wait a second. Boys, you just uh, like him as a person? Yeah. <laughs> we're not great. Yeah, no, that's not what we're doing. He's a terrible father, but he's okay on the field, I think. <laughs> Adrian well, Peterson, Kendra- hard runner, but <laughs> iffy. Don't give him a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is going to have a good career, but I don't think it's going to be with the Saints. I think he's going to sign on somewhere else long term. No, he's not. All right. That's your opinion. You know who's not getting a thumbs up right now? Drew Josh Brees. Bruce. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 no thumbs. No, no, he's not even allowed to make that motion right yeah. now. Yep. Bubble how, wrap. How right, were the, how right were the Cardinals to give up on Josh Rosen so quickly, though? That was pretty. You crazy can't. To see. No, oh you can't tell. You no. can't tell. The, the Dolphins are not. I don't they're even know what they're on doing. Purpose. So they can, yeah. They're just, Josh Rosen is a pawn in their horrible game of whatever they're doing. I, I don't. I did not like Josh Rosen. I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. I, I. He felt kind of weird he was so outspoken for no reason was yeah. kind of the like he was already you know even saying that the, the, everybody else made a mistake not drafting him and i know that was taken slightly out of context right. and I, I understood where it's coming from it just seemed like shut up and play get the yeah. chip off your shoulder yes. i didn't i didn't like that but he's being put in the worst position yeah. well here's what i don't get about the dolphins well, like yeah. after they traded last night they traded their number 1 pick last year minka fitzpatrick to the steelers for number for a number 1 draft so the, the kid's 22 years old. They just gave away Laramie Tunsil uh, to the Texans, similar kind of trade. So the hope is that, they could, that the Steelers will have a season that's not very good without Ben Roethlisberger, probably end up with a 10th or 11th pick so they can get a guy just like Minka Fitzpatrick, which makes no sense to me why you would trade a 22-year-old first-round pick from less than one season and say, we're going to try to replace him next year with a similar play. You can build around Laramie Tunsil and make it. I don't know what they're doing in Miami. It's beyond tanking. The NBA. Well, they're all trying to get out of there. You know, well, that's many, what I not know. Not just one guy. Well, it's not just A.B. trying to yeah. get out of there. 
Uh, the whole team. We talked about that after the AB thing. It said it's going to start the precedent of when you're unhappy or you're 0 and 4. Yeah, but I, time to yeah, go. This is this is Jalen Ramsey's doing it now. There's tons of right. Them. There's a lot of that, but this is like a movie. Yeah, this is like the replacements or something like it's that. Terrible. The, the the Dolphins just it's it, they're horrible. It's yeah. AB at the doctor's office. <laughs> He's yeah. just farting in the fans' face. <laughs> but that being said, Kyler Murray and the Dolphins. Don't you think the Dolphins would be doing better? No, 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 I don't, no, I, no. I just, not at all. He's zero two with the Cardinals. The Cardinals are pretty much, I'd say, a similar situation to the Miami Dolphins. No, when it comes not even to close. Rebuilding. Not even close. You don't no, think so no. at all? No. No, no, I think no, the Dolphins trying. are trying think, to lose. Yeah. yeah, I think the yes. Cardinals are trying. They, that, that's not they, they're they're beyond tanking at yeah. this point. They they don't even look like they're trying to hide it. The yeah. Philadelphia, they're not. The Philadelphia 76ers from a few years yeah. ago looking at it going, oh, "This is awful. You yeah. can't do this." <laughs> right? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 76ers have a beef with this. This is yeah. it's just yeah. too just obvious. Too, too, but but the Cardinals are in a classic too. rebuild. The Cardinals are actually in a classic rebuild where they got their quarterback yes. and they're putting pieces together. They're not trading them away for next year's draft in week two. The Dolphins are in a, uh, in a we've never seen this before in the NFL so what the think Dolphins the are doing. are better with Kyler Murray or Josh Rosen? Oh, they're better, but that's my point. You said that they're in the yes. same situation as the Dolphins, and it's not even comparable. Okay, they're, they're okay gonna... can, can I ask? Uh, I don't yes. interrupt, but I mean, no where do I listen to your backup quarterback podcast? It's called McNown, right? Or McCown? <laughs> It has Josh yeah. McCown and it has one. Randy McCown and yeah. it has all the McCown brothers. They all do their own podcasts and then yeah. they have you from the basement call yeah. in. Is that how it kind of works? That's pretty much how it works. Josh McCown did start as a Cardinal too. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember that. Well, hey, I, he thanks was actually, for having, he, having was, today. he was here in town. I met Josh McCown yeah. years and years ago on uh, some somebody's show, Roy Garibaldi's show. <laughs> What just happened? Somebody just came into the basement and he's got a little Tring door on it. What? Was that yeah. you? Tring. It's the Gimp. <laughs> the Gimp is out. The Gimp can't catch him. The Gimp. The oh basement. my God, hey, what's Frank, going that- on here? I will strike down Frank. upon thee with great <laughs> furious Here's anger and you know my name will be the Lord. So Frank and I are touring and we're at the Washington, D.C. Improv. And at the time, I had no great credits. Not really much better now. And uh, my credit was you saw him. He played the gimp in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> well, Don of Don and Mike came to the show, uh, the big radio show, yeah. afternoon show in D.C. And the next day he was talking about how Frank Kelly was very funny. And I, the feature act was really funny. And he played the gimp in Pulp <laughs> they Fiction. They bought it. So that, yeah, that, then I, yeah, that, I felt kind of badly about <laughs> Because the real gimp gimp wasn't getting the credit? Right. No, I know. That's true. Who is the real gimp? Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. (laughs) You didn't know that? No, shit. (laughs) I'm trying to sell it again. See if we can get another I think, I actually think (laughs) that the gimp was played by Liam Neeson. (laughs) (laughs) You know how much you hate that. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I'm the gimp now, so that's the way things go. If you want to find me, I'll be in the leather mask and I'll sound like this. Mm. Don't put that there. I'm not ready for it. That's going to hurt. That's the purpose, I suppose. You know what? You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for that. Hey, right. Frank, when I signed on with this podcast, that was the one rule I had was you could not have any references to make somebody be able to do yes. a lame impression. Hey, that's a good impression. 
Oh, it's a great impression. No, it was a great impression. It was how yeah. Frank set it yeah, up. I know. Oh, yeah. I did it that way on purpose. Yeah. He knew what was happening. He killed me. Because now we have Liam and Ian Neeson. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know what you want. I'm not sure why you're dressed like that. We're like the Scar Brothers, only a lot more serious. And trying to get our... Oh, my God. No. I got to... We're not... It's anything the, like this. We finish each other's Sand- sa- sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Some people think we're together. <laughs> Some people think that we're the same guy. But. You're the funny one. You're not. That's right. Hello. That's the difference. Goodbye. And now we'll do a duet. <laughs> Islands. I was thinking the same song. How you weird is that? I wouldn't have done that. No. No, I didn't want to go there. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Thanks, Ken, for showing up. That's all I got for this week for you guys, dude. Predictions? Uh, predictions? You want to make some predictions? Yeah, who's the for, next quarterback uh, the, that's going down? The next quarterback to go down? I'm going to say Deshaun Watson. Jeez, he has an answer. That's a good one. That is that's, a good that one. That would be – he has answer. a terrible offensive line, and I see the Deshaun Watson voodoo doll in the back uh, <laughs> in the of <laughs> Ken. He has all <laughs> the backup – he has all the starting quarterbacks, and then he's got uh, replica dolls yeah. of like uh, of the backup quarterbacks, which yeah. he dreams of. Still so in the package. Still in the package. <laughs> it's like the sad thing is I do like Deshaun Watson too, so I hope it doesn't happen. But that would be my prediction. Right, there you go. That's Deshaun good. Watson will go down next. Yikes! All right, Ken. Ken, uh, everybody, your staff's right, looking you for you. Thank you very much. Thank and you we'll, very much, you guys. Do we'll find out in the uh, in the next uh, episode of All My Backups. <laughs> <laughs> it's another <laughs> trip to Ken's basement. Ooh. That's the starting quarterback. <laughs> That's the starting. All right, Ken. Thank you. All right, thanks, you guys. Come on, hang up. It's too weird. I'm just staring at him. I think he's... Come I, on, I, hit the button. No, I think he did. It's he's just, just still it, there. No, it's just that it doesn't... Uh, oh, delete that. That's too creepy. Now it's like a <laughs> memorial to Ken on the TV. No, well, his his video actually <laughs> stopped moving after a little while, though. Yeah. And it was... You just couldn't tell. Yeah. He's he's the most lovely man in the world, but like the awkwardness is just so palpable. Well, he got upset. He got Yeah, he, he got upset. grumpy. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to reset and start the podcast now, over. Let's do this now. <laughs> okay. Toledo, Toledo's just laughing. All right. Uh, so what else are we going to do? You, you want to talk more Antonio Brown? Because. Oh, uh, sure. I don't know. No. First of all. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I don't either. So let's. In, every time I start to go to an Antonio Brown reference, just go. Can I? Can I? Mention the Antonio Brown situation in one regard. The, what if you go Antonio? <laughs> Antonio. <laughs> it, here's the thing. Have you seen that footage of the doctor's office at, or, or at the doctor, Scott? Oh no, there's a there's footage of that. Oh, no, he, this is a different thing. This is him just at a, like at a physical, just rip, let him rip, farting in someone's face. Now here's yeah. the thing, though. The doctor, <laughs> the doctor's beef with him, yeah, is <laughs> is payment. So somewhere, like, to me, this this whole thing happened where that guy sat at home and said, I hate that Antonio Brown. And then all these accusations came out, and he's like, I've got something. And, in, like, these very serious sexual allegations come out, and he comes out and says, yeah, me too. That guy farted in my face several times, but his beef is really he owes me $12,000. Why even mention the farting? Why bring out the video of farting just when a guy owes you twelve grand for a service well, rendered? Hold, hold on, before you even go on with that, why is there video of him in the doctor's right. office breaking wind? I, 
I don't instead know. of breaking records. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But to me, if I was a doctor and you owed me $12,000, I wouldn't go, you know what Frank Caliendo does? He farts in your face and you just got to wait for your payment. It's, I'm not mad about one of those two things, really. Yeah. One's kind of hilarious. <laughs> And a I don't great know story how hilarious at it is if you're there. Great story. If, if Antonio Brown walked in here right now and just went <laughs> in one of our faces, we'd be on the floor for an hour. Like, did you see? Got- Ken's face, yes. If yeah. He walked into the, oh my god. The comics, <laughs> let it rip. <laughs> or if he was in Snow Village at Scott Long's yeah, house yeah. underneath the Christmas tree, <laughs> dropping a present in Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, close. Yeah. Hey, that's where Jay Co- uh, Cutler. Jay Cutler, I yeah. think, is from. Yep. And evidently, you stole it's most Santa of his Claus, stuff. Indiana, um, you know, I, I find Antonio Brown. I was I was done with him, but I didn't know about the farting story, and yeah. I'm glad you shared it. It made me feel better. <laughs> now I feel more interested, yeah. and he is definitely the top crop dusting wide yeah. receiver yeah. in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> but the doctor's like, he was three hours late. I know the other allegations are very serious, but listen to me. He was three hours late, and he farted in my face. It's like a South Park Canadian guy. It does sound completely made up. And, and, then, and then he's got video of it, and it's like, why is this happening? Just, you, you want your $12,000. And evidently, he would go back in the house and autograph something in the house and just give it to him as payment. He's like, I, don't, I, want, I want money. <laughs> and he's like, stop, A, a stop farting on me. Because the first time he showed up, he farted on him like four times, and he thought, well, this is unprofessional. <laughs> and then he started charging $500 an hour, and he followed him around let him do it a couple more times. What really ticks me off is that's my thing. That's how I pay for stuff. <laughs> you, you, and I literally have to sign 120 million things to right. pay for that 12000 What would you have to sign for $12,000? Uh, or where the arrogance comes in where you're like, this will be someday worth that? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, a that's check. pretty much it. I was going to say sign like a Brett Favre jersey already signed yeah. by Brett Favre. There's, <laughs> there's nothing Re-sign. that I could sign that would get any it's, more value. It's such a ridiculous claim. The doctors almost made me feel sorry for Antonio Brown. The dude treated him like garbage, but he's got nothing on what these other people are claiming Antonio Brown did. Which, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. And he comes out and goes, yeah, me too. I'm in a terrible situation with that guy as well. He just asked for the money. Just say he's a jerk. We all know it. He owes me twelve grand. He didn't pay me. So this is the type of person you're dealing with. It's not a crime to fart in someone's face. It's classless, but it's not something you go to the it press is not, with. Is it not a crime? No. There's nothing. I could fart in your face right now, and there are no legal ramifications to Let's that. Let's test it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know. Think about how many times you've been to the doctor and you had to wait three hours because <laughs> right. he was late. Exactly. And you were just like, man, I would love to be able to fart in this doctor's face. <laughs> so maybe this was like one of those deals. Like, remember when you got fired at like a radio job oh. in the early days, John? And you're like, someday I am going to fart in that dude's face. I'm going to get yeah. back to it. So Actually, probably Tony Brown's got something like that. I remember that. being eight and thinking that a lot. I don't remember ever yeah, as an true. adult thinking I was going to go back and fart in someone's face. But, you know, true. I just I just figure I'll just be successful. And anyway, I, well, if I went back and farted in someone's face, they've kind of won, if that's my last resort. Who, hey, this is a good question. I'm not hosting the show. Sorry. Do Frank. it. I, I know you're busy. Um, no, I, I you just, somebody fart, has to. You know, I, got a, I got a text from – I'm I'm worried about – Ken's on suicide. Oh, which, no. Sorry oh, I'm not fitting no. in too well with everyone. <laughs> I do not mean to ruin the podcast. I apologize Tell, to you guys. What were you going to ask? Who would you like to fart in someone's face? Scott? Yeah, like one person to fart in their face. You could go Antonio Brown. I've never contemplated this. Me I neither. Have to say. I he'll cry. It's an interesting thought. Ken right now is a good idea. 
No, but no, no, no. Uh, I feel like he feels like uh, uh, not literally, but figuratively, he feels like we just did that during yeah. the last segment. On if you him. only have one weapon and it is a it is a, a fart and you can use it on anyone. That's the worst superhero power ever. Yeah. Who would you it use is. it on? That's a good question. Mine's, a, mine's just a local person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go too, I'm not gonna oh, go not too crazy. Yeah. Oh, his name's Dave Pratt. He's a oh. horrible human being. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would fart in his face. Remember when he wanted me to host something yes. or something? I, and you found out I was like his mortal enemy? Yeah. <laughs> and I said I'd never talk to you again if yeah. you did that. So I did it. <laughs> I know. No, I did not. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, think he's just an awful person. So he steals from charity and stuff. Oh, he used, God, to. He, used to. Is... he used to. So, yeah, he's just a bad human being. I'm not a fan of his. So I would fart in his. I think you're winning this one already. Yeah, really? Yeah, I was going to know who in the right direction. About. Yeah. <laughs> who would you do? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I would do that to anybody. I really? Like, yeah. Frank hates farting, by the way. He doesn't it's, like oh, farting. Yeah, no, oh, no. Farting. I've been doing it the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a fan on it as far as, like, uh, I don't mind it happening and stuff, but I don't want it to be, uh, like, the... Like, when people think it's funny, it bothers me. Like, oh. I do think farts are funny, but when they, when somebody thinks it's too funny, there's something wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, the sound doesn't get me at all unless it's long. Yeah. The, the, it has to be unique. Like a mom fart? Yes. Yeah. Those are funny. <laughs> yeah. The end of a balloon. Like, yeah. squeaking like some, a balloon. Is Michael Winslow in there? Yeah. I mean, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, beautiful. these guys are amazing. <laughs> uh, and also, the incredibly horrific smell. Yeah, that, see. If it's just so bad, you have to leave the room. Yeah. I remember uh, when Joey, my son, was sick one time, and Baxter, who lives in my basement and does my bidding, uh, Joey farted so bad when he was sick that he, he and he, it was his claim to fame for a while. He's like, remember when I farted so bad <laughs> that I made Uncle Baxter cry? I made his eyes water. Like that for like five years. That yeah. was the most important thing in Joey's life. My friend farted in a Nissan Altima once in 1999, and we went to a movie, and we went back to the car. It was still there. It was the strongest you know the lingerer. Ever. It was how long? How how long did it linger for? About two hours and twenty minutes. I remember strong, equally as good as what when movie? he dropped it. Uh, the movie we saw that night, I think. Jeez, uh, I'm, I'm blanking. It was a superhero movie, though. I think I'm on with the wind. Spider Man. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was a Model T. I lied about the Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> been brought back I look great. I was just looking for a wind joke. 180. You are? Yeah, I look good, though. Um, Not that good. Nah, I'm, I look my age. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I look multi-central. Kind of skeletory. Hmm. I go Squidward. That's my go-to. A little bit. But, yeah. but farts are fun. Scott, you didn't answer the question. Who do you fart on? Uh, Terry Caliendo. The <laughs> <laughs> brother of Frank. <laughs> Frank's brother. No, I, I just... No, what I'm just happened with your laugh? Yeah. You just... <laughs> You just did that. He wants a sausage. It was a good joke. No, I did. You, you became Dick Dastardly's dog. <laughs> Precious pup. Yeah. Heavens to Muggatroy. <laughs> Which, by the way, is Scott Long's uh, Bill Raftery. Yeah, they're the same guy. <laughs> I've never noticed that. Is yeah. that right? Take it to the Hobbit fellow. <laughs> That's Bill Raftery. Raftery. He does. He has the same vo- voice as uh, Snagglepuss. <laughs> Exit stage left. I love that. Exit. I have yes. to watch now. That's great. man to man. <laughs> that's that's one of the silly. three impressions I can do. You guys have all. Oh these no, impressions. that's a solid one. I like that. 
That's yeah, going to build Bill. Oh, that's true talent, Scott Long. <laughs> Thank hey, you. You've narrowed it down to three good ones where Frank and I still haven't yeah. done that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Do anything. Yeah, don't tap into my uh, moneymaker yeah, there. That's the, that's the winner. I like that. Hey, how about my picks? Oh, no, not that. We just got rid of Ken. Come on. <laughs> let, us, let us breathe. We, you I didn't, get I didn't, by the way, I didn't we, go. Yeah. Oh, I'm we, sorry. We can get into your picks. I mean, I, I, I texted Scott this week. I don't know if Toledo even looked at my picks from last. I forgot yeah. my random picks. Uh, I'm gonna. Nobody cared about my picks. At I actually, all. wrote them down, but I'd have to go back and look at them. <laughs> like you erase <laughs> them from your life. This is like a miserable year for gamblers, though. Like everything's going goofy, and you know, other than betting Patriots, you know, and giving up twenty because they're going to cover that by three. It's like twenty, isn't it? Twenty-two three right times. now. Times. Yeah. Oh, you know, they're they're going to destroy. They have the Jets this week. Yeah. It's just and it's, then the Cowboys yeah. are twenty-one point favorites against the Dolphins. Dolphins so yeah. Vegas and it used to just be Vegas, but Hold now on a there's 20, all these twenty-one with, point favorites. Yeah. I think we're yes. summoning Jerry Alex Jones. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's what's going on in the NFL right now. Is the, the number twenty-one an important number in Cowboys history? We're talking about something special here, and that is exactly where we're going with this. This is going to become something that we will all remember. <laughs> I just swallowed it. I, uh, a gay frog, <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott. Oh. <laughs> 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 I know where you're going with that. It's good Neither stuff, though. That was not where I was going with it. Yeah, 21 point favorites though never used to happen in the NFL, now, especially no, early and, in the season. And and the, the all these books are now really sweating out that because everyone's going to bet the favorites. The yeah. average Joe will bet the favorites, and so you would think, okay, last week these are professionals. If it's 22 points with the Patriots or whatever it was last week, and Vegas got killed yeah. on the week, even and the and the smart guys were betting on the Dolphins, the guys that are the professional gamblers. Because right. usually, when the when the public bets something really heavy, that means that they kind of sweep in and bet the other side. But they could not get enough money on those sides. So until the Dolphins finally cover a spread, they're just going to keep going up and up, and Vegas is going to just, I mean, lose their ass on this. There's, so, there's going to be uh, no bet line on the Dolphins if this keeps up. If they if they lose every week possible. by 30, they're just going to be like, that's it, there's no line on this, because this, is, this, isn't, this isn't a professional football team. And going up against the Patriots twice in a year, and now the Cowboys, their schedule is ridiculous. Is who can beat the Patriots? I don't know. Yeah, they're at anybody. full force. I mean, it, the we're Chiefs, looking, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the Patriots' defense is so strong. The best they've ever been I in agree. the dynasty. It's and their best. Now they have an offense with weapons yeah. if they can all stay legal. Yeah, the scary and, part is. It's, and I think, like you said, I think Gronk comes back in November. Yeah. I, there's no doubt about it, especially if Antonio Brown goes away. I actually think he comes back for Christmas. Is that why Scott's got the tree up? He's hiding in that tree. Yeah, there's no doubt. It's the best receiving court Tom Brady's ever had, and it's the best defense Bill Belichick's ever put on the field, and that's horrifying because it's a 20-year dynasty. What's Edelman now? They're three? They're third? Yeah. Well, if Gordon isn't three, Edelman's two or three, but, I mean, they're interchangeable. It doesn't matter. They're all one somewhere else. Maybe Edelman's a two somewhere. But for the most part, you're looking at number ones all across the board, and they're ridiculously good, all of them. Yeah. So it, it's it's scary how how great that team can be, and uh, I mean again though the year of injuries, every, I mean Breeze and yeah. Roethlisberger, and that's the only thing that'll stop them is if Tom Brady gets hurt. Although I don't even think they can they could lose two guys on defense. They're so deep on defense right now they don't even have to worry about you know your basic injuries. They they got they're they're eleven deep on both sides of the ball. It's it's horrifying. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it takes the fun out of the league, but it's it's becoming interesting. Yeah. Well, I think Jalen Ramsey will be a chief by the end of the week. I think Kansas City is going to make that move. They have to because they see that they're the only chance. That the only they're, they're, this is the best. If, if it was a normal year, the Chiefs would be a scary team. But right now, you just kind of look well, at them and go, "You can't beat that Patriots offense with this defense." Well, here's here's the biggest issue that why the Patriots I just don't think will lose unless they lose Brady, and that is if this was college football and the Chiefs could play in a warm weather bowl game, yeah, they could beat in a fast paced game. But what happens is the AFC championship will be played in Foxborough. It'll be super cold. It'll be windy. And a lot of what the chiefs are based on everything is speed and it works almost everybody, but the Patriots will slow the the game down. And Andy Reid, just like the Steelers has had no luck beating Belichick. Nobody has. Uh, Right. Well, the Ravens Ravens used to play with them. The the Ravens have beat them and Harbaugh seems to be, and and that's been kind of the interesting kind of story when it comes to starting quarterbacks. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about starting quarterbacks in the show. So, <laughs> no, please stay that away a, from that. Yes, please. I know that's not our niche. Uh, what I want is I mean, quarterbacks on the waiver wire. <laughs> that's what I think we should focus on next week. Waiver wire quarterbacks and practice squad gems. Practice squad. Yeah, gems. yeah I like Ken's I like practice that. squad Ooh. gems. Yeah. This week on Ken's practice squad gems. <laughs> Here's a guy we haven't heard from in six years. A guy named Duck Hodges who's uh, going to be very good. He's Woody Allen. To <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say. I don't know why that happened. That's the first talk, time I tried again. Uh, talk to me about soon. <laughs> I don't know how to practice on that. Right. No, it's good. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been a weird year for that kind of stuff. And, I, you know, the, the Patriots are – it's a foregone conclusion right now. I don't think anybody thinks their team can beat There them. is no one. There isn't. In the United States of America. <laughs> Who can take on the New England Patriots, and that's just because they have the ability. I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, there's somebody outside of the United States of America, however, though. That's what we have to rely on, Stephen A. No one in the, in the, the Americas can't cover it. I just don't think it's interesting. I don't think the game's fun. Now, I went to the game. The in, game of football? No, I went to the game in Pittsburgh, and what they're making fans sit through is abysmal. The, the penalties and stuff? Is abysmal. About? At the stadium. There, it is absolutely hard to sit through the game. With the, I mean, we had two pe- uh, pass interference penalties, and the refs spent about six minutes on each one. Uh, then they discussed it with the coaches afterwards. Uh, you have the luxury at home to have commercials and get up and go grab food and do whatever. In the stadium, you're stuck, and you're really not sure what's going on. It is brutal, and the flags were flying See, that's, that's, my, that's my beef with the Super Bowl oh, itself. You go to the Super Bowl, and it's an extended game. And I know everybody's like, hey, that's, a, that's embarrassing for you to say that. That's first-world problems. It is. It is, but listen to me. When, you, when, you go see, when you're at a Super Bowl, you don't see all the commercials. You don't, no. And that's what half the people are talking about. Nowadays, it's how bad the commercials were. They right. weren't as good as they were 10 years ago. I mean, they and they didn't like them then either. Them. But it was one of those – it's those, that situation where you don't know the commercials. You don't know what the announcers are talking about. Right. That's, that's, uh, and the mistakes the announcers make and those little types of things. Right. Uh, so all that stuff, you miss everything that everybody's talking about the next day. That's the, the other difficult thing I have about going to an NFL game, period, is just the drive-in. The It's uh, not a pleasant experience. The, the amount of time it takes yep. to get into the stadium, uh, being wanded a couple times. Yeah. 
Uh, Soft target moments where you're standing in a group of 8,000 people who can't move. And everybody, somebody always mentions, oh, if somebody wanted to do something horrible right now, it's like, Jesus, our brains are not in a good spot for this. On top of it all, you sit in a stadium that, you know, cost you a fortune, food, drinks, everything's expensive, and the thing on the field is not moving along at a pace that's comfortable. But don't you like to know everything else that's going on in the NFL that day? I mean, the whole day, the experience of the day to me, following different games, if you're watching the Red Zone channel, that's one thing, but even... As you're getting updates throughout the game, that adds to the yeah. game to me. Me too. When you're at the NFL game itself, you feel like it's just we don't have the attention spans for that anymore. No. I think it's it- This is why the NFL is embracing gambling so hard. I agree. Because they realize within a couple of years, you're gonna be able to have kiosk in the stadiums where you can make you can bet that um, you know, the backup quarterback's going to come in and right. you got 12 right. to 1 odds. And you're going to hear weird cheers. <laughs> I, th- you're, I think you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's going to be weird. And then the players are going to be even angrier at the fans. And the fans are going to be more angry at the, at the players. This happens in English Premier Soccer, yeah. by the way. They've been gambling, you know, uh, they have books right outside the William Hill or whatever, and they're right outside the stadiums, and everybody gambles and drinks. And uh, so uh, soccer hooligans will be hitting the NFL hard within a couple of years, but it's the bottom line savior of coming to a live game, and that is yep. it's going to be more like going to the the racetrack. You know, you're betting. So that's why see, you're going. Oh, you're so right. we're going to see more racetrack guys. Yeah. The, yeah. With a newspaper. Yeah. yeah. Looking, ah, I got to handicap this running back here. Half a mustache. You know, and in a way, you're right. They've indoctrinated <laughs> us with the fantasy football to understand how, sure. how to bet now. And it's basically like, okay, they're ready. Once I'm, again, we have a conspiracy. It is kind 100% of. 100% <laughs> fantasy football, yeah. what it has become, is a leader it's a it's a gateway to gambling. That's the only way you can look at it. <laughs> it's true, though. And Jerry Jones is leading that charge. He's talking heavy about how it's going to be the number one money. I believe maker. that uh, gambling is where uh, the the game will uh, eventually uh, make its way to, and slowly but surely, it will become the number one thing <laughs> that you see in all of the NFL. <laughs> Jerry Alex Jones. Jerry Alex Jones. He just he transformed not yeah. unlike the Hulk. And right now, Ken would be going crazy. Well, it's an overdose of gamma radiation right there is what exactly happened. Yeah, I, I do. I think that the fan experience. Issue 104. <laughs> as much money as they is, make is, is spend. Is Ken is Rick brutal. Moranis in Ghostbusters? Is that <laughs> who he is now? Okay. All right. Okay. I just took a dump on this game. I picked wrong. I'll pick a third stringer going in. Okay. <laughs> I'm just enjoying watching you tonight. <laughs> I'm just doing a little dancing. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah. Trying yeah. Hard, trying hard. So you said you wanted my picks, Frank. Oh, Here yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. Is that um, what I wanted? All right. Yeah. It's time for Scott's way too long picks. Thanks for the bumper music you guys have worked on. I like it. Wow. <laughs> is it too late to bring Ken back? Yeah. What are you, Gene Rayburn? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is that music? That was the Blue Oyster Bar. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so the I'm Kansas City movie. Chiefs. Yeah, you are. I like it. I don't. I have <laughs> the last... <laughs> the last eight games the Kansas City Chiefs have played at home, seven and one, and they have beaten the opposition by 16 and a half points on average. Oh. They play the Ravens this week. 
the Chiefs are only a six and a half point favorite because the Ravens have been on fire. But who did the Ravens really play? Nobody. Played the Dolphins. Nobody. So this is the week the rave the real Ravens pop up. There's a big tier difference in the NFL. There's the Patriots, the Chiefs right below them, and then the Ravens are not anywhere close to that. So take the Chiefs minus six and a half. The Falcons looked pretty good, right? Well, they looked pretty good the other night. Yeah. But the Eagles were missing six starters by the end of that game. And uh, Senior Wences was even out for a while, and Josh McCown came in as I bring everything back. They are playing at Indianapolis. The Colts have been remarkably good in both of their games, and they're only uh, only a one-point favorite, I say, Take the Colts minus one against the Falcons, even though uh, our Matthew Ryan kind of does look like uh, Peyton Manning's real brother, not Eli. Okay, so uh, the Broncos are playing the Packers, and this seems like an obvious Packer game because the Packers are getting – they're only eight-point favorites. You would obviously want to jump on – the Packers, the Broncos defense has played great <clears throat> so far this year, and their off- offense has been dismal. And the referees wrecked the game last week that they should have won. Destroyed. I say though, take the Broncos plus the eight. The Packers will probably win by about three or six. Once again, Vic Fangio, the Bears' former coordinator, used to cause problems for the Packers. Final game in the two long picks <laughs> segment. Texans are playing the Chargers. I don't know if you guys have seen the Chargers this year. They're not good. No. They do not look good. No. They were very lucky to win that first game. They're missing some of their offensive line. They're missing, obviously, their starting running back. They scored 10 points against the Lions last week. At home. Take the under 46. The Texans offense is not good either. The Texans have a really good defense, so that seems like an obvious one. Texans, Chargers, under 46. So far this year, my picks are 7-4. and Nice. Mm, They were 4-1 the first week. Yeah, but still, you know, you're winning, and last week was goofy. I was 4-0 last week. Were you? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Not really. Yeah, sure. I quit on the picks. I don't try them anymore. I I don't like that. I I, I used to, you know. I kept losing to women at the office who didn't know anything about football. It's I got, that so random. I got fed up with yeah, it. yeah, people beat you with random stuff. Yeah, and they, and like one girl said, "I like Austin Collie because he, you should like him too." I'm like, why? He went to school in Pittsburgh, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stared at her for a half an hour. I think it was Austin Collie. It was somebody who was like, "Ugh, Toledo knows what I'm talking about." She drove everybody nuts because she'd win every week, and then she'd wander around in jerseys. <laughs> Like, oh, God. And then she was indignant about it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, Beth. So how did the trip go? <laughs> you guys went together, and yeah. Toledo is a big... Hold on, not together. Well, not like We that. happen to be in the same place. We're just good friends. Did you guys not even sit near each other? Did you guys... No, I got, At the I, game, we did. Yeah, I ended up getting them tickets close. Okay. Yeah. So... Why are you so indignant about that? Yeah, we were together, <laughs> jerk. Yeah, well, I, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. So what... <laughs> I don't understand why you were so upset. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Sorry, Toledo. I didn't know I ruined your weekend. I figured I'd beat you to the punch. Yeah, he tagged along to the Seahawks game, and I I offered to buy his son a Juju Smith-Schuster jersey if he'd take off that Russell Wilson one. His kid's eyes lit up like, maybe. (laughs) He was kind of He wanted it. He just uh, wants free stuff? Well, no, he just... No, he likes Juju. He likes Juju, and I think uh, Toledo is struggling to get him convinced to be a Seahawk fan 
like as much as dad is. Like he's trying to make his kid. Uh, I think this season might help him. Oh, it's going to help him. But it's been well, you know, look, he was he's. It's been a struggle the whole time. This kid just likes individual players. Yeah, it's the and new Toledo's generation. Trying to, trying to bleed all of his, that's, to, that's, his Seahawks. That, that's stuff. fantasy football. It is though. kids. Yeah. And back to Scott's point, eventually it's going to be like, I don't have a favorite team. I like betting right. on these players. My favorite team I pick right before the season. Smart. Yeah, that's it's all Smart. the players yeah. on my team. You, know, you don't not- go through the ups and downs that I go through, which yeah. is miserable. Well, people go through plenty of ups and downs Oof. on their fantasy league teams. Yeah, that's true. A little uh, too attached to that. By the way, the Avengers, uh, the um, – the what was the name of the brothers who uh, the Wachowski brothers? No, 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 no. That they, they, they do uh, uh, the Matrix. Where is Ken? The Wachowski brothers. Yeah, yeah. The, well, that's, that's the, the Matrix. No, the 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 brothers <laughs> who do the Avengers, uh, Endgame, and I can't believe I can't think of their names. Uh, Joe, Russo brothers. Oh, the Russo. The Russo brothers. Oh, they have a fantasy football league with superheroes. And that's why Juliet was into football for almost four minutes. <laughs> uh, she was she was watching. She's like, I got to watch all these games so I can know who's gonna trash talk whom. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in it. It's a pretty fun. Did league. she say whom? Uh, no, I I, I was gonna say that was that's just me pretty right smart. There. I do a pretty kid. great impression yeah, of that's him. pretty good, Juliet. I thought she was um, here. So, uh, but then I looked over, and about four minutes in, she was on her phone, reminding me of when I took I spent five hundred dollars. Uh, actually, I didn't. Actually, George Cantor, who works with me, bought me tickets two years ago with money that I probably paid him. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but bought me tickets to that Packer-Arizona game with a double Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. And uh, I looked down, and Joey was on his phone playing Madden the whole time. <laughs> like, do you know how much Uncle George spent on these tickets? Enjoy the game. Yeah. He, it's, uh, yeah. It's, Toledo had his kid uh, wrapped up pretty good. No, there wasn't a lot of phone activity. He was watching no, the game. He not was during involved. The game. There was a little bit. But yeah, but he was involved. A lot of people. I had a little phone activity. He was texting his friends, you know, bragging a little bit. I caught him a couple of times like, hey, look where I am. And Show. I'm not, not going to be at school tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Was there That's any cool. trash talking between you two guys? No, no, I don't think either of us are that way. I don't no, think either of us talk no. too much trash. We're, we talk we're, football. We're very, uh, you know, I'm, I Classy. know exactly what what my my team is and what they're yeah. not, and so is he. Yeah, both him and and Chris, his buddy, that are Steelers. Yeah. Fans. We're not trash talkers. It's just you know, it's there for the fun. I'm so involved in the game. I don't care what anyone else thinks. Do you er- drink? Eric is who you're thinking a little bit, but not not blitzed. Oh, I don't get no, no, no. no. I did that later. <laughs> I did it that after night. This I did thing, it that yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, it's uh, it's I'm I'm so self involved in the game and so emotionally really invested yeah that i don't i just get upset with me i don't yell at anybody else i don't care about another you feel like you didn't cheer hard enough Uh, or you didn't make something you didn't want something to happen i I just wonder why stop bends yeah i I just want I, i sit and wonder why i'm i can't break this i don't love anything in my life this much Honestly, Megan's sitting. Not even close. I tell her all the time. I'm like, not even close. You know why? They'll never ever ask me to go antiquing or anything (laughs) during something I want to do. I'll never have to visit any of the Steelers' parents' house. I don't have to do any of this. Ben Roethlisberger asked you to. I would do it. I love him. Antiquing. That's what love it. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go, man. I'm on a record. If Wreck It Ralph asked me to go. Look at the size of my hands. I'd be boom, 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 boom. <laughs> hey, this used to be a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> That's Super Mario. I would do it because I love him and I love that team. 
But if my wife oh, asked man, me, I know. Just the it's way you real. said that was I do. so real. I know. That was in a movie. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. Your eyes, you're tearing I, up. If I saw Ben, I would be like, you don't have to like me. But I love you. Yeah. And it would be okay. It, yeah. Unrequited love I've told is 100% it. fine yeah. with a stealer. Yeah. And I, t- uh, oh. Would it have been if Antonio Brown were still there? Uh, no, I started to lose it for him a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you this, that I was at a, uh, a, ch- a charity event years ago where I hosted, when American Idol was at its peak, I hosted this local singing contest. I didn't host it. I was a judge. Me, Nolan Harrison, former Pittsburgh Steeler defensive end, uh, and a couple other local people. I don't know who they were. And, uh, Dave Pratt. Uh, no, no, and I had, just, I had just gotten divorced. It was John McCain, but this, so, no one cared yeah. about him there. Was <laughs> right, just, he was there. I think it was Nolan Harrison. Someone called John up. McCain and then uh, like Kelly Clarkson. Who cares? So me and Nolan <laughs> Harrison. Just here so. watching the game. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm in this funk of like I had just been divorced. I was I was like pretty much just going out with any girl that would like all these. I was doing everything I could to be a hog. And so I'm at this thing and I look down the, the table of uh, judges and there's Nolan Harrison. I recognize him immediately. And I'm like, holy crap. So all the singing ends, and I go over, and I, I kind of sit next to him. I'm like, hey, I'm a huge Steeler fan, blah, blah, We start talking about the uh, 97 AFC Championship game, which Cordell Stewart just blew in every direction. And we're going back and forth. He's like, Jason Gilden and I had maybe the greatest game ever, two men on the outside. He was telling, he's telling me all this stuff, and I'm just like puppy dog eyes. This beautiful girl out of nowhere comes up and taps me on the shoulder and says, do you want to dance with me? And I, I literally looked, and I went, Nolan Harrison. <laughs> and she goes, what? And I said, I'm talking to Nolan Harrison. I wanted to impress him. And he looked at me and he goes, that was a terrible mistake, man. And I'm like, what? she's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, my God, what have I done? And this girl wanders off. You couldn't even see her. Uh, uh, no, she wasn't there. I was talking Steeler football with him. So my, my, love, my love for the Steelers is it's, it's indescribable comp to any human because humans will leave you. Humans, humans go away. Oh, I, I got a feeling your team's leaving you. A little no, bit. no, I'm staying. You're staying through thick and thin. I truly understand. Not the Dolphins. I truly understand what it means, uh, for better or for worse, because of football. It has nothing to do. Like Megan could oh. never. It's so weird until the draft do us part. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. It really is. And I'm not alone there. Like the passion and the like. The whole city was. There was a pall over Pittsburgh while I was there. It was miserable. John Art now. Can I just ask, John, when are you going to start doing this at like those power of thinking conferences, like with <laughs> Tony Robbins, and then yeah. you discuss your love of the Steelers yeah. and and how you can see nothing and they taught you so many lessons? Yeah. I mean, I was truly moved by yeah, this. I feel you. like we should put this uh, podcast in like a different category now, like into some kind of positive <laughs> thinking, it's a power of movement. Yeah, it's a it's a, an explanation of love that has to be categorized differently than people. You didn't see his eyes. No, Literally, I'm not. They, no, I could see them. I'm even admitting it. even can, on this uh, wire cast, I could see that there was empathy in them, which real. I had never seen. Neither's my wife. No, my wife's yes. never seen. No, them. usually he's a demon. <laughs> And there was just there was that and puppy. The only thing I've seen is like Dogs. the birth of my children. No, that was that was what you have every time you talk about Steelers in depth. And people say you don't have kids, you don't know what real love is. And I'm like, you don't have my Steelers. Yeah. You don't understand <laughs> me. You don't get me at all. It's true. I it's unhealthy and it's weird, but it brings me uh, wonderful joy. And and uh, and I understand the way the world works better because my feelings. That's the only place I'm not a sociopath. I'm, and it's probably the most misguided love ever. I think, yeah, I 
I, but I don't know if it's if, if it and, and it's certainly him. He's a unique fan. But being in Pittsburgh it was a different experience for, because watching that fan base versus living here for eighteen years and watching what they call yeah, this fan base. Totally. Yeah, they're I mean, two this is, different things. Here's the thing that I always describe to people: most of the people who are fans of the Cardinals didn't grow up here. Yeah. Watching that right. team, there's yeah. a huge difference when you're taught when your childhood is tied to a team. Yeah, it's your identity it changes to everything, yeah. and that whole city, Pittsburgh's identity, is the Steelers. Every single person, like you get into a, an Uber, they're like, "In's in for the game." Like, yep, they know everyone's there for that. There's that's the only topic of conversation. It, and it and it depresses them to no end when they lose. The Did you guys end city. up hooking up with uh, Randy Bauman? And yeah, the TV guy? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it was great. great. Yeah, Bauman was awesome, and he was really cool. And we talked, and we were you know Ra- radio guys. Uh, but John is not a fan of most radio people or because a, a lot of radio people are not. <sighs> I've been in a lot of radio studios, and there are very few across this country that can really do it well. John is one. Randy Bauman is another. Um, very different styles. Yeah. Um, but Randy's a Randy's a very intelligent guy. Smart guy. Too. I, yeah, I, I know, liked him a lot. He's like you, where he knows a little bit about everything. Right. You just, like I just, I'll come up to him and I'll mention something. He'll be, and then he'll have three different independent films that it tied into. <laughs> I'm like, how do you? I don't. Oh, where did do you, you make have a conversation time for this? Yeah. I was just. Throwing out a popular <laughs> culture reference, and you tied it to art. <laughs> yeah, he was great, and I really enjoyed. But he's the same. He's got that same. It destroyed his day. Oh, the, the, yeah, yeah. It, it's it but, and he's there, his. and that's yeah. all they're gonna. That, that's what's gonna happen. You're here. I don't know if it's better that you're going to be wallowing in your sorrows alone or your misery loves company in Pittsburgh, where everybody's just walking around like right. we're never gonna win. Uh, oh no, they'll be all right. Yeah. John, can I ask you a question sure. when you took uh, Toledo you there? And I believed it. How did you do that? Um, I'm good, Jedi. Did Did you introduce uh, Toledo to the uh, most to the most famous brothers in Pittsburgh? The Permantes. The Permanti brothers. Yeah. No, no, he, uh, no, Toledo is known as a bit of a, a road warrior. He <laughs> flew to D.C., then to Pittsburgh, then got a car and drove to Philadelphia for no reason to go see a friend. Drug his poor boy. That's along. five hours. Yeah, and then uh, drove back uh, for the game half, Sunday Frank. morning. Yeah, he's, he's I round rid- up. <laughs> he's ridiculous in the car. So we didn't see him until the game, and then uh, you, did, did you explain the Permanti brothers sandwich? Uh, I've had it explained to me many times. Yeah. I've been to Pittsburgh three times, and I have missed it every time. It's, we even drove you know, you rode bikes right by right by the Permanti brothers downtown. First thing I do when I go there, I, I get to Permanti brothers. It's just we've yeah. had it delivered to my house for Steeler games. Literally here in Phoenix, we've had them oh, ship really? it to us. That's yeah. brilliant. It's awesome, and yeah, you have to make it yourself. But the, all the ingredients from there. Is, oh. is, it's I got to back up for a second. How does your son not hate you? <laughs> oh, it's coming. I'm Making sure it's you, coming. Like I can't get my. I couldn't drive my son across town. Yeah, that's a difficult. Oh. My kids get car sick from closing the door. I take his phone away. <laughs> we get a week off in July. We take a week off in July from the show, and we call it Toledo's Great American uh, U-Turn. He drives to see his mother in Montana, 
and then comes back. Literally drives for three days. Hi, Mom. Got to go. And then comes back for the next three days. The whole but family goes. Lisa has family in Lander, Wyoming. So, so they go out of their way a little bit. So it's, a little it's, more driving. It's more the great American cul-de-sac, but yeah, it's, 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 it's the same thing. So we go up, drive for two days. <laughs> Either way, it's been two days. It's horrible. Yeah. Nobody says great idea. <laughs> no one. And then when he told us, well, I'm going to go to Pittsburgh uh, via D.C., then travel for nine hours in the air, grab a car, rent it, Take that real quick sh- uh, shot over to Philly, toll way. which is you know only four eighty five dollars on the tolls. Five hours, no four and yeah. a half. Was going to see a Philly game, but mm, that's no good. Got a cheesesteak, saw some friends, came back for the game. The saw next the Rocky time. Steps. Come on now. Yeah, oh, they were in the Rocky Steps. Miserable. His his pl- and this guy plans my show every day. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, I gotta get out of this. Speaking right. of, you're, are you getting John Lovitz on the show today? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm hoping to get Lovitz. You're trying. That, yeah, that's the ticket. There you He's go. He's on the way. He's on the way, if you can If you can drive him here. <laughs> yeah, I might have to drive Lovitz to you. That would be tremendous. Now, we said that earlier that if Lovitz is on the show, I spent some of the most awkward times of my Adult radio life. Well, I didn't have a childhood radio life, but my adult life with with Lovitz at a dinner. Is he worshiping the Steelers? Where he you weren't was. on a ham radio, John, in the basement <laughs> well, with Ken. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I learned early that that was no path to success. Doing like Sesame Street no. voices. Yeah, we were doing, doing terrible yeah. things. Howard Cosell and Ernie <laughs> hanging out together. But uh, but Lovitz, just, <laughs> which is just Al Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> he grabbed my arm and just held on to me. I I just uh, I'm not good with people. And he had his little dog with him. Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Jealous. Where's your dog? At who, home? Who Herr Holmberg. And he who calls I've me. seen naked. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's very weird, but I like we have a little connection. But it's a great line for me, Wes. I think if I lived in Phoenix, we'd be friends. And I was like, oh, that. And I had that same look like, that's very nice. And he goes, that's why I don't live here. <laughs> 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 and he's great. But. You're a Pittsburgh fan, yeah. aren't you? Herr Holmberg. Because <laughs> he thinks I'm an uh, Aryan nation guy. It's Herr Holmberg. You're probably going to try and kill me again. I'm actually saying Herr Holmberg. <laughs> he's great. So oh, hopefully yeah. we can get him in here. Yeah, I'll try to drive him over. Yeah, that's what, that's what you said. That's how we'll get him. Is I call. I texted Dana Carvey. You'd think it'd be harder to get a hold of Dana Carvey. Yeah. But it's harder for me to get a hold of a guy I who does love it. less voice. I don't answer the phone. Usually there's someone on the other side that makes me uncomfortable. You know, I did a show with a guy who did lots of voices. It's gone now. <laughs> and you should be too. But we said okay. he's the most uncomfortable. And then Scott said, he, like, Daryl Hammond got you. Oh, should we let's save that story? Do you want to the, save let's it? Save that story for the top of another episode. Oh, yeah, let's do that in next. That, that, yeah, because I don't want people to miss this. And then, yeah, you uh, think they're going to tune uh, out and they don't want to yeah, be at the no, they're tuning no, out. Here, here, homework, Ken. We're going to find out homework, that Ken's the whole draw. What do we yeah, do? They, they, homework assignment. Holmberg's homework. Uh, yeah, from Scott Law. Yes, I like it. Read a little bit of Daryl Hammond's childhood. Oh my god! And he wrote a book about it. It's horrific. And then you'll better understand next week when we tell when I tell my story about the strange politeness of Daryl Hammond. Yeah, yeah, we 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 encountered that as well. Um, just not the politeness part. Yeah. just the strange. He used to cut himself so bad before sketches on Saturday Night Live that he had to leave to go to the hospital sometimes. I, I mean, like, yeah, that's his story. Um. Yeah, and this is that's how we're going to end this podcast. Yes, cutting each other. Oh my goodness. It worked. 
He's, he's on Saturday Night Live. To chop himself open, and he got a chopping great- broccoli. <laughs> got a great chopping <laughs> Oh no! Don't do it. I just did it. I did it, and it stinks. All right, uh, love it's later. Hopefully, love it's. Uh, if not, we'll see you next time with the Daryl Hammond stories. Uh, Scott's going to try and trump us with his. But I don't think anything can get more it's, awkward than so John Holmberg and me and Daryl Hammond, who I find to be completely brilliant. Me too. Amazing. Two guys who do impressions look up to Daryl Hammond and both pretty much I would say we've worshipped him at different times. We went to see him because of that. Yes. And it, it, got, it got weird. Unbelievably weird. It got physical. I can't There's wait. The tease. There's the tease. Yeah. It got physical. I'm showing up. <laughs> All right. Me too. I All think. right. We'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye.